Proverbs 23, 7, it's really simple. For as he thinks in his heart, so is he. Other translations will say, as a man thinketh, so shall he be. So this morning, kind of just going off of Proverbs, let's talk about an identity crisis. Because I believe we're there. I, this is something that you know, we're going to go a completely different direction. And, and this is something that I really believe God has showed me and he wants me to show you. All of you, some of you. But it's a really simple question this morning. Who are you? Who are you? Who does the world say you are? Who does the church say you are? Who do you say you are? Let me tell you who I have been. As you guys know, you know we're coming up on Thanksgiving, which was a year to the day that my father was, was, was put on the vent with COVID. And we all, or, or most people know that, he went on to be, went on to glory in January. Let me tell you who I have been this year. I've been angry. I've been disconnected. I've been depressed. I have been lackadaisical. I haven't cared. I have cared. I have worried. I've been happy. You say, that's a lot. Yeah, it is a lot. I've not wanted to get up, and I've not slept for days. That's who I was. That's who I am. I'm a father with three kids, an awesome wife, a great church, a great pastor, a great staff, great friends. And so many times we allow that stuff to kind of be who we are. Who are you this morning? Above and beyond all else, what is your heart? What do you think in your heart? For as he thinks in his heart, so is he. Who's your heart tell you are this morning? Who, who does your mind tell you you are this morning? So we're just, we're just getting started here. Because I'm just, again, the only thing I know to do is be real and honest. And let you know, for almost a year, I have, I have, I still do, bought into this lie that sorrow defines me. Or depression defines me. Or, listen, food defines me. We'll be real. We'll be real. It's all right. But let me tell you something this morning. God showed me, taught me, that I was in a crisis of identity. He showed me and taught me in just a few scriptures That I'm not who I think I am. And some of the stuff that I do, it's due I, I do because I'm confused at who I really am. 
You know, I was depressed because I thought that I was, I was, I was just a guy who lost his dad. And then, you know, lost his mom and lost his dad. And, and things don't feel like they're, they're going right. I was a guy who was angry because, you know, sometimes stuff just don't line up the way you want it to, right? And I, 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 was, I, I was completely confused at who I really was. Now, again, this isn't going to be long, and, and, you know, this may even be like a little borderline, you disagree with me, and if you do, that's okay. Because I've never in my life thought that I was always right. But I know that the Bible is always right. Okay? So hear me real quick. How many times have you allowed the enemy, allowed emotions, allow situations to whisper in your ear and convince you that you are somebody you are not? So I like to believe that the clergy is not above the same situation and trap that Eve was in. right? We all know that, that in the garden, the, 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 the tempter, the serpent, he didn't put together PowerPoint presentations and, and you know, he didn't, he didn't do these big grand gestures for Eve. No, he, he, he kind of whispered in her ear a little bit, right? He kind of said, you know, is he keeping something from you? Is, is not partaking, is not having that, that fruit, is that, is that something that, that you deserve? He didn't scream, he, he whispered. He, he just kind of, uh, of, of tapped her on the shoulder a little bit or, or caught her just wandering through the garden, right? And, and, and just spoke to her, just, just kind of a little whisper. Did you ever hear those? Say, I have. I'm going to be up here, I'm just going to be real and honest. And, and uh, you can write a letter and email, let pastor an email morning and, and let him know that, uh, that man, he is, his youth pastor is like all kinds of messed up. <laughs> it's okay. But he whispered, right? He, he, just, he just added a little confusion. Maybe, you know, he, you, you're meant for more things. You, you're meant to taste that fruit. You're, you're meant to, to give that a shot. I mean, why else would he put it here if, if he doesn't want you to have it? Right? And then we all know what happened. Eve took the bait. She listened she ate, Adam ate, and their lives completely changed forever. The world completely changed forever. So now let's get started. We're talking about an identity crisis. We're talking about Eve who would not believe in her heart that she was created by God to be a helpmate to Adam, and everything that God had offered and told her was all she really needed. Right? And that's what we do when we allow some of this stuff to kind of creep in. We, we, we forget that God has told us. When we get mad or, or when, we, when, we, when we're surprised by, by what's going on in the world today, we forget that, that you know, God has already told us in Matthew not to be surprised whenever this world goes nuts, right? When... when uh, earthquakes happen in weird places when, when false prophets rise up because the earth has to do this as birth pains 
to usher in the kingdom. But we're still surprised, right? Like, we're really surprised when a politician lies to us. We're like, what in the world? We didn't, you know, who knew? Right? We do that. Well, I cannot believe. Well, you know, you, you probably shouldn't have. I mean, we expect sinners to, to, to not be sinners. Right? We expect those who, who do not follow God to act like those who do follow. And we're surprised whenever someone who does not know God acts like they do not know God. And then we're taken back like, you know, oh my gosh, what is happening here? You know why that is? It's because I really believe we've got some issues with, with, with our identities. We've got some issues with who you really are and who I really am. So I'm just going to throw this out there and you can agree to disagree. As the church, and, and I did not grow up in church. I got saved as a senior in high school. You know, my first... My, my, some of you guys, my first like taste of Christian music was cl- the, the Clay Cross album. Some of you guys know who that is. Uh, you know, then I went from Clay Cross to DC Talk, and then yes, yeah, so, you know, I, so I didn't know like like some. I still don't know some of this. Some some of the the older like the the traditional and the the the, the Southern gospel and stuff like that. I I just I don't know any of that stuff. But I've been in church long enough to hear us Christians to hear the church to hear to hear other people kind of throw out the, the the thought that you know we're all just sinners saved by grace amen we're all just sinners saved by grace second Corinthians I don't have I don't have have uh, slides for all of these so you know you may have to like make a note or look in your Bible I know it's, it's hard sometimes because we're used to having it up here 2 Corinthians 3, 17 through 18 says this. It says, Now the Lord is the Spirit, and where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. Where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. But we all, with unveiled face, beholding in a mirror the glory of the Lord, are being transformed into the same image for glory to glory, just as the Spirit of the Lord. Ephesians 1, we're going to do 7 and 8 and 11 and 12. It says this, it says, In Him we have redemption through His blood. In Him being Jesus, the forgiveness of sins according to the riches of His grace, which He made to abound toward us all, toward us in all wisdom and prudence. In Him also we have obtained an inheritance, being predestined according to the purpose of Him who works all things according to the counsel of His will. That he who first trusted in Christ should be to the praise of his glory. Now hear me real quick. And I'm, I'm, I'm not trying to like, you know, be cutting edge and, and you know, be the guy that, that, that talks about stuff that, that everybody disagrees with. So I, I'm not that guy. I don't like confrontation. I eat, I eat my confrontation. That's what I do. My, see, somebody knows what that's like. Like, man, I cannot believe that they talked to me. I'll show them. But let's talk about an identity crisis real quick. Can we do that? Because I, I want to challenge you through the scripture this morning. Absolutely. There was a time way back in 1998 when I was a senior in high school that my friend Jimmy Martin is probably not watching, but if you are, thank you, Jimmy, invited me to a thing at 
First Baptist Church, Pennington Gap, that was just for the football team, a little special service. That was the moment that I walked up to an altar, bowed my knee, and gave my heart to Christ. So yes, absolutely, positively, there was a time in my life that I was just a sinner saved by the grace of God. And if you're here this morning and you have accepted Christ as your Savior, you are, are, are moving toward a relationship with Christ, there is a truth that you are a sinner saved by the grace of God. But let me tell you where our identity crisis comes into play. Because I, I, I'll just be honest, the very first song we sang, I think you guys missed it. You sung the lyrics, we do that sometimes, right? You sing the lyrics because they're on the border because you know the song. But you completely, I think you completely missed it. Some of you did, some of you didn't. Maybe, maybe not. We're going to find out. You can tell the truth to yourself later. So in Ephesians 1, 18 through 20, the Bible says this. It says, the eyes of your understanding being enlightened, that you may know what is the hope of his calling. What are the riches of glory of his inheritance in the saints? And what is exceeding greatness of his power toward us who believe. If that's us who believe, that's you, that's me. To us who believe. According to the working of his mighty power, which he worked in Christ when he raised him from the dead and seated him on his right hand. He said it's a lot of confusing words. Let me just break this down really simple for you. The exceeding and greatness of the power of God. The same power that lives in Christ lives in you if you believe in Him. Amen? The same power that rose people from the dead lives in you if you claim to be a Christian. If you claim to be someone who is moving toward a relationship with God. Yeah? Okay. Amen, Jerry. John 1, 12 and 13 says this, But as many as received him, I wonder if I have that one up or not, it's the last one, okay. But as many as, as, many as received him, to them he gave the right. We're going to stop right there. He gave the right. Now I want you to hear me real quick. If you're here and you have a relationship with Christ, absolutely positively you are a sinner saved by the grace of God at one point in your life. But that's not who you are right now. See, I think that's where identity crisis, I think that's where we come into, that is where my crisis was. Because when I think, you know what, I'm just a sinner saved by the grace of God. Then you know what I'm allowed to do when I think I'm a sinner? Because so as the man believes in his heart, so as he is, right? So when I believe I'm a sinner, you know what, man, I'm just a sinner saved by the grace of God. I'm just a sinner. Well, you know what allows me to do? That allows me to sin. So let me ask you just real quick. If you're here and you have given your heart to Christ, do you still struggle with sin? Do you still struggle with it? If the answer is yes, let me ask you, who are you? Are you still a sinner? Or, but as many as received him, to them he gave the right to become children of God. To those who believe in his name, who were born not of blood, nor of the will of the flesh, nor of the will of man, but of God. Now I want you to hear me real quick. Friend, 
in the church. This has been, I think, I've heard this and, you know, man, I'm just, I'm just a beggar that knows where the bread is. That's not your identity, child of God. No, you're not a beggar. You were a beggar at one point, and someone showed you where the bread is at one point. Absolutely. You were a sinner at one point. But see, what we don't understand is when we give our heart to God, we forget the whole part that to them he gave the right to become children of God. Yeah, go ahead. Because I know this is... But it's the truth. And you may not like it, and you don't have to like it, because that's what the Bible says. See, yes, you were a sinner. But if you accepted Christ, you are no longer a sinner. There is one old Southern Gospel song that I love. It's called The Child of the King. You guys remember that one? I ain't even going to attempt it because I don't do that. But I'm telling you, it's awesome. You guys, I, I felt the pause waiting for that to break out. That ain't happening. No. But you know what I am? I'm a child of the king. You know what you are? You are a child. Go ahead. You are a child of the king. You're not just a sinner saved by grace. Not anymore. You know, amazing grace, we love that song, but, but, but if we really believed it, how would our lives be? Right? I once was lost, but now I'm found. I once was blind, but now I see. See, when God moves in your life, you don't walk around and be like, you know what, I, I'm a blind man. No, you see, right? When you're found, you don't walk around telling everybody how you're lost. You walk around telling everybody how you're found. So when you're a child of the king, now, now listen, I get, I get we struggle, and this may be a hard pill to swallow, but it's the truth. You want to clean up your act, you want to stop doing dumb stuff, then start believing in your heart that you're something more than that. You want to stop struggling with your sin, then start believing in your heart that you're no longer just a sinner. You're a child of God. You're a child of the King. Romans 8, 16 and 17 says, The Spirit Himself bears witness with our spirit that we are children of God. And if children, then heirs. Heirs of God and joint heirs with Christ. If indeed we suffer with Him, that we may also be glorified together. Listen, guys, it's just Bible. It's just simple Bible that we read over. It's just simple words that we sing and we don't, sometimes we just don't feel it. Let me, let me help you slow down a little bit and understand this. There was a time in my life that I was lost. There was a time in my life that, that, that I, I was so hungry, I was a beggar, and I was so hungry that I was eating anything anybody would put in front of me. If it was this and I thought it would satisfy me, I ate it. And I ain't just talking about like food. I'm talking about like spiritual stuff. Right? If there was a situation that I thought made me feel better, I jumped right into it. You know why? Because I was starving, because I was hungry, because I was a beggar, and I was going to take anything anybody would give me. But then there came a point in my life that God and Jesus found me. And said, you know what? You don't got to beg for food anymore. 
That's not who you are anymore. You know what? You don't got to eat just anything. That's not who you are anymore. And yes, it took me a while to, to figure it out. It took, me, it took me some time. It took me probably longer than it should have. But if you're here and you have a crisis of identity, you're here and you don't know who you are, let me just help you out. If you're here and you are outside the will of God, absolutely, positively, you are a sinner. If you're here and Christ is not in your heart and is not in your life and you're not, you're not moving toward a relationship with Him, I'm just going to be honest with you because I love you. Absolutely, you, you're a sinner. You're the guy that Jesus was sent here for. You're the woman that Jesus was sent here for. You're the young man or young woman. You're the person watching at home that Jesus was sent here for. Absolutely you are. And I, you know what? I'm sorry. But if you're here, if you're there, and you've accepted Christ into your life, listen, man, erase that. You are no longer a sinner. Because the witness of our spirit, you are a child of God. And if you are a child of God, then you are an heir. And you are a joint heir to Christ. So let me break this down a little bit more. We're going to go all Disneyland on you here real quick. Because I think some, some of you guys are looking at me like I've lost my mind. And it's okay. I'm used to that. See, the math is really easy. God is the king. Yeah? God is the king of this world. God holds this world in his hand. God knows the comings and the goings of everything. He sees the good and he, he, he sees the bad. Yeah? Jesus is the son of God. Which makes him a prince. Because God's the king. Yeah? Again, I'm not trying to get all like, you know, photosynthesis on you here, but God the King, Jesus the Prince. You as a child of God, that, that word heir is a big word, right? That's, that's, a, that's an awesome word because that means you're a prince. That means you're a princess, that means it's time for us as the church to start looking at ourselves like that. You know, what would happen in your life tomorrow if you stepped into a situation and you said, you know what, you know what, I, I, man, I'm, a, I'm royalty. I am a prince. I am a son. I am a daughter. I am a child of God. So you know what I don't need? I don't need that mess. You know what I don't need? Whenever you're all alone and you're hearing that whisper in your ear, listen, man, you're just a sinner. You're just a sinner saved by grace. You know, you're just a sinner. You're just a sinner. So go ahead. It's okay. You know, watch it, watch it a little bit more because, you know, you're just a sinner. No. You're not just a sinner anymore. You're, you're not just a beggar. You're a child of God. You are chosen. Pastor Tony, if you don't mind, will you come on up to the music?
And I want you guys to hear me because, again, this is just, this is just me being honest. There's many times in my life, there's some even in the past year, that I have forgotten that I'm a child of God. You know why I get so angry? You know why I got so angry? You know, you know why, why it, it's hard for me to do anything? You know why I just didn't care? Because I forgot. I forgot that I am a child of God. I forgot that my sorrow does not define me. I forgot that, that my loss does not define me. I forgot that my troubles do not define me. I forgot that. I'll just be honest. I forgot that. And I believe with my whole heart that there's some here this morning, you forgot that. You really believe that you once was lost and now you're found. But you're still acting like you are lost. You know, I once was blind, but now I see. But you're still walking around this world like you're blind. See, here, here's, here's the trick to being blind and then being able to see. I once was blind, and now I see. You just got to open your eyes. It's not profound. You have to open your eyes. See, sometimes we forget that we can see because we've been so used to being blind. Yeah? We just have to open our eyes. See, we forget that we're not a sinner anymore. If we're, child, if we're children of God, we forget that. And all we got to do is choose the palace. Sometimes you got to go somewhere else. Sometimes you, you just don't fit in anymore. And you're not supposed to fit in anymore. But we want to fit in. So we continue to, to step and we continue to do that so we do fit in. Sometimes you're just scared. You know, well, well, what if this changes everything? Well, then it probably should change everything. So I want you to hear me this morning because this is, guys, this is really simple. I was a sinner saved by grace. I absolutely was. But now I am a new creation. Amen? Now I am new. The moment that I bowed my heart to God and accepted His Son as my Savior, you know what happened? The Bible tells me that that new man or that old man has passed away. Right? All of my mistakes were no longer my mistakes. And I was a new creation. I was new. So this morning... This is what we're going to do. If you're here and you have a crisis of identity, if you're here and, and maybe you have forgotten, I'm going to ask you to, to move. I'm going to ask you to come to this altar and pray. I'm going to ask you to, to where you're at. I'm going to ask you to pray.
Pastor Tony's going to sing. But guys, this is what we're looking for this morning. Want to be more than just a sinner. Yeah? Want to be more than just a beggar. Expect more from God as His child than just scraps. So this morning, first and foremost, if you're here and you do not have a relationship with Christ, we want you to come to this altar with everybody else and change that this morning. You walked into this house a sinner. You walked into this house a beggar going to eat anything put in front of you, but you do not have to leave this way. You can change who you are today. Second, if you're here, and I know this is hard and this is honest, but if you've forgotten who you are, if you're a child of God and you're really feeling like, you know what, I'm just a sinner, I'm going to ask you to come to this altar. Because you're, you're not just a sinner anymore. You are a child of God. You are a new creation. You're new. You're changed. But you've got to believe that. You've got to know when you're, you've got to believe that. So if that's you, and you say, you know what, Pastor Jeremy? I don't feel like a child of God. I don't feel like, I don't, I don't feel like a child of the King. And come to this altar right there where you're at if you need to and connect with him you ever been gone you ever been away from home for a long time yeah home don't feel like home all the time until you come back so let's all stand and we're just going to take a moment if you need to come to this altar if you need prayer if you need to pray we're going to ask you to come. Whom the Son sets free, Lord is free indeed. I'm a child of God. Yes, I am. a place for me. I'm a child of God. Yes, I am. The sun sets free. All is free and deep. I'm a child of God. Yes, I Child of God, yes I.